The Two Mutts Podcast is brought to you by Free Bars, and Free Bars are arguably the best tasting energy bar. You might have heard Free Bars on the podcast before, and maybe you've tried them at Edmonton's most popular farmers markets. Free Bars focus on three main things for their bars. One, Free Bars are free of priority allergens, including peanuts, nuts, dairy, eggs, gluten, and soy. Second, Free Bars taste great. I was talking to Luke, the man behind Free Bars, and the comments they get while sampling is always positive. Everyone loves how they taste. Three, they are full of healthy and whole ingredients, nothing artificial and no preservatives. Free Bars are made right here in Edmonton and they are quickly popping up in stores around the city. Free Bars use a mixture of hemp hearts, honey, and gluten-free oats as their base. And then there are the three flavors, chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip, and the popular coconut. Free Bar's list of ingredients is short. Like in the coconut, there's just hemp hearts, honey, gluten-free oats, shredded coconut, and coconut oil. That's it. As school gets back into the swing of things and hockey season starts, parents and kids are bringing Free Bar's to the rink as a healthy, delicious snack. Want to try? Listeners of this podcast will get 20% off with the promo code 2MUTS. That's one word, 2MUTS, and the discount will be applied at checkout. Learn more about Free Bars by visiting us at Strathcona's Farmer's Market, Bountiful Farmer's Market, and St. Albert Farmer's Market, or online at freebars.ca. Want to pick it up at the store? Check out freebars.ca for a full list of our realtors. Don't forget the promo code Two months and have arguably the best tasting energy bar today. That's free bars. Welcome to the Two Months Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. Rick Wide, here's Radulov with a chance. Scores! One timer, scores! Perry scores! Corey Perry! Here's Drysdale again, turns, shoots! Austin Matthews in shoots. Austin Matthews. Schultz ahead. Crosby onside behind the fence toward the net. He scores. Back across. Fired. Score. Crosby again. Tange with a shot. He scores. Tange shoves it toward the score. Jonathan Tange ties it. Look at that. Are you watching this? What a brilliant piece of work from Connor McDavid. Wow. Welcome back to the Two Months Podcast presented by BioSteel. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. I'm with Clay Vanderham. Vandy, how's it going? Vandy is dandy. Wrapped up uh, a, a great weekend for my kids and their hockey team, U11, U15. It's good. Nice. That's good. I had a, had a birthday party for Jace. My oldest turned 14 and got a chance to have a beer with Ruff in the afternoon. It was good. Nice. Really good. Weekend. That's good. And we got Brody McIntyre back with us. Broads, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. I had another good weekend. Watched both my kids play a little bit of hockey. Went to the early game with Rupper. And now I'm doing a podcast. It's a good weekend, man. My books. There you go. And we got Trevor Ruptash back with us. Rupper, how's it going? Come see, come saw. Uh, I'm a little gassy right now, but... Uh... <laughs> You know, I had a great weekend. I hung around with Clay for a couple hours, hung around with Brody for a few hours, went to the game, watched some hockey. So, you know, it's just a typical weekend around here. 
yeah no it's uh yeah pretty good uh pretty good weekend over here too so uh before we get started i guess i want to Give a, a little plug, shout out to uh, Milan Lucic and Tyler Toffoli, uh, two friends of the podcast for, uh, you know, kind of making a special day for uh, the minor hockey team I was uh, helping out with and uh, pretty cool moment for them. And thanks to the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames for also being a part of that and setting it up. And uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yesterday I actually got to meet uh, Daryl Cates' son. So it was pretty interesting, Harrison Cates. So it's uh, a pretty nice kid actually. So says he, did he make you any sandwiches no he didn't so it was funny because like i uh so so we were kind of we walk into the front entrance and so all the kids are waiting there so i get in and that's where all the players are starting to come down so they'll come down the stairs from the casino and then the like they'll just kind of do a wraparound and they go in through the security so rashog was down there obviously he's been on the podcast with us so it's Rashad was talking to the kids and then I looked over and then Stoff's banging on this glass. <laughs> I'm like, where's this banging coming from? I look over there and he's in this room with uh, kind of this glass that kind of sees out the players. So he's like, come over here. He's like, Harrison Cates wants to meet you. So I go over there and met met him. So it was kind of cool. And um, But yeah, it was pretty cool. We went to the morning skate and the kids kind of got to see some pretty cool things. And then Luch and Toffoli came up and uh, you know, got to take a picture with the kids, got to meet them after. And uh, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, no, no, it's pretty cool. Luch was pretty nice. The biggest question was, is he going to fight? Mc- is he going to fight uh, McDavid or is he going to hit McDavid and all that? So <laughs> it was, it was like, he was pretty, he was laughing pretty hard about it. Too. Kids will be kids, man. <laughs> exactly. So, and obviously with the Foley in Montreal, a lot of kids had uh, questions about the Habs, but uh yeah, no, it was really cool, cool experience. And then uh, the little guy there, Ilya, got to meet the Foley after the game, and and uh, they kind of got to share a pretty good moment. So, uh, you know, Daryl Sutter is just a beauty. Just walking around the ba- downstairs after, just you know, seeing all these kids and just shaking their hands, and you know, he's a he's a good person too. So, no, it was a good day. Um, so I just wanted to get that out there. It was pretty cool to experience that. And then Jessica, our winner of our first prize so she got to go to her first nhl game that yeah, was pretty cool for her so, ever? yeah ever. Never been to a game. Wow. she's never been to an nhl game uh, I, mean, I don't know exactly how old she is i think she's in her early 20s but uh yeah so her boyfriend's been to a few games so that was her first game so the boyfriend never took her well uh, i don't know how soon that Come on, boyfriend started. yeah exactly yeah. But no it was pretty Seems cool the ex-boyfriend yeah exactly so, <laughs> um, but uh yeah no so she won our first prize so got to meet up with her and then uh so that was pretty cool for her to experience that and uh yeah huge uh huge opportunity for a lot of people yesterday so it was cool but uh you know overall thoughts i guess of the game i, I thought it was a pretty interesting game for sure um as Tofoli says he's like you know, we can be up, we can even be up 6-1 and you don't know what's going to happen because McDavid <laughs> and Drysdale are pretty much going to take over the game at some point. But, uh, Rupper, your your thoughts on the game, how you thought it was, how it played out. Obviously, uh, Jack Campbell got pulled early, but uh, thoughts on that, how, how that game unfolded? Well, I, I mean, he got pulled. I think he's, I think uh, Woody's sending a message there because I none of those are on, no. on suit. None of them. I mean, we had D tripping on the blue line. We had D following guys behind the net and then tripping behind the net. And, you know, it 
our our problem is still our own zone. I, I'll be flat out honest with you. Like we can put the puck in the net at will, but we got to take care of our own zone. And it's 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 sad to see that it's still happening. Like our D. Calgary had their way with, with our goalies last night. They had two or three shots after after cover-ups. Not one D's taking away a stick, boxing a guy out, laying some lumber on him. It was honestly shocking to see. Like, who is that guy on the team? Who's that Who's that defenseman that's going to do that? Because we need that guy. Yeah. We can't yeah. have – like, Bouchard, to me, I didn't notice him last night. You know, we talk about Leon. Leon, me, and Brody, like, I think – this guy made 14 bad plays and two good ones, and he winds up with two assists. He was he was pouting, he was throwing a stick, throwing his head back during plays. Like, I don't know, man. I, I know, I know I've talked about that before in his body language, and I just know when I'm in for a lazy Leon night. And last night was a lazy Leon night. Floating at the other team's blue line. I get I get that's the new way to do it. We just stretch. We want to get from that our zone out, but Man, when we're down 4-1 at, at this point, like, we got to change stuff up. McDavid seemed like he didn't seem himself. I don't know if he's sick. Like, he, I know he gets sick a couple times a season. But even him, like, I don't know, man. It was frustrating to watch the first 20 minutes. I, I get that they came back. But then where was your push for the final, right? And I, get, I, I don't even want to get into the 13 talk because that guy had – maybe 11 minutes and 10 of those minutes is 10 too many. <laughs> this guy was on a power play. I, I hit Brody in the ribs. I know I'm ratting on here, but I, I was, I couldn't believe what I saw. He comes down on the power play, sets up on the hash or on the sideboards <laughs> or half wall, proceeds to take a, a clap bomb around oh, the right. boards. To, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see that? Yeah. I saw that. I saw back into his own zone. What <laughs> is he even doing? Yeah, no, it's a, it's that's, a rough. That's what I saw, Bosco. Okay, it was great. It was great for me. I appreciate Brody taking me out. I got to see a lot of people I haven't seen for a long time. Um, I paid. Thank God, Brody had a fifteen percent off uh, a fucking drink coupon because I got a double rye, and the thing was eighteen bucks. <laughs> that was with your deal, probably too. Yeah, that was with your deal. Thing would have been it was what, a double match. Would have been twenty three bucks after what's the. Like, what's going on after the three hundred and twenty <laughs> bucks you just spent the other day for the stick for your little guy? So, <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, St. Albert Source for Sports and Ritter and the boys for hooking us up with the ten percent discount. There, yeah. appreciate <laughs> it. That's a little plug for uh, the the uh, hey, sports no store free, out here. No free ads. <laughs> yeah, no fault, whatever. Right. <laughs> there, I just took my first breath. There you There's go. Now. Your first shift is out. So we'll get to Brody's first shift here. Uh, Broads, uh, you know, how was that experience with Rupper, but also the game and your thoughts? Well, we'll start with Rupper. That guy's the goddamn mayor of Roger's place. Every seven steps, we had to stop and talk to somebody he knew. His brother was about 12 deep when we ran into him. <laughs> Big dip in his mouth, too. Just slurring his words everywhere. He was he was having well, a good night out that guy. I'll tell you that much. My thoughts on the game were it was sloppy, man. It looked like preseason. Nobody – I said to Rupper part way through the game, through the first. I'm like, has, has McDavid even been on the ice yet? Yeah. Uh, that's probably the most invisible I've ever seen him, which is – he's allowed. He's, he is human. And it's probably the worst game I've ever seen Dry Settle play in my life. He probably had 
27 passes that were knocked down, not even close to people. And I said to Rep, I go, look how bad he is. He'll probably still has two points. And then we looked it up, like, yeah, sure enough, he still gets two assists. And, and to me, gross. he was dreadful. He it's was terrible gross. in my mind. I actually, you know, what I didn't mind was uh, Murray. I thought he was okay. I think he's a good ad, a good depth guy. But overall, I thought the game was garbage, to be honest. It was really sloppy. But as a fan, exciting, right? It was really lots of goals. Yeah. It was a good game. And a great atmosphere in there. It was awesome. I had a good time. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a lively building for sure. Um, you know, I'll give you that. But I uh, know I thought Murray played good. He maybe had that one bad play on the half wall. I think it was Majipandi that kind of came in on him there. Um, but he didn't get any support from the backside when, you know, that happened. And that was kind of that that last goal where Woody just said, all right, we're, we're pulling Campbell on uh, four goals and 11 shots. But, uh, you know, Vandy, your thoughts. Uh, well, I'll get to the game, but I, I hit um, Kadri on a nice little player prop bet. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> um, the, the game itself, yeah, obviously it was sloppy. I think where, where we're getting into trouble is, is, is obviously our starts. Like, why is this an issue? Why is this an ongoing issue? This needs to be. Look, Jack Campbell is not the savior, but Jack Campbell can, can get you wins. So even, I mean, some, if we're falling apart at the beginning, then we need a save here and there. I mean, he didn't, he had an off night. I mean, you can't really blame him. Everybody was flat, but it happened against Vancouver and that, that needs to be addressed. I think our the young kids are getting an eye opener that exhibition is a little different than regular season. Yeah. Right. They, I mean, the plays that you know, going back to the Vancouver game, you know, the first goal of the year against us, and yeah. you know, it's they're getting an eye opener at the speed, and they better pick it up, like they better get with the speed, um, because it's only going to get obviously faster. So, I mean, our there's an issue Trev talked about it there's an issue that you know our D just a simple box out that that you know we're we taught our kids growing up and and as they were getting older but I mean that's simple why is that not being dealt with stuff like that um I think Stoff talked about it last episode or the episode that I was on where he said the the power play will be the fear factor but I, I don't – I get it. It's, it's Obviously, it's keeping us in games right now or getting us to that closer step. But, God, we got to find a way to get more, more depth scoring again, that kind of thing. It's like the power play can't be the be-all, end-all of this team. Yeah. Even during that morning skate when we had uh, yesterday, you know, the kind of the kids were in their own little section, and I was just kind of – chatting with some of the media people as they would walk by or come and talk to us and you know the consensus is that this team is not uh not strong enough to play against um every game's going to be a high scoring game you know uh Campbell's probably numbers will be the same as they were towards the end of his you know tenure with the Leafs because just the way the, the defense leaks it up so I don't know Rupper do you do you go back to uh you know you play you play Buffalo on Tuesday night do you go back to you know the to Soupy there or do you do you, do you give Skinner a chance and just kind of work with uh you know work with you know what you have right now with Campbell and just kind of make him work out the Kings throughout the games where your where's your headspace at on that 
you know what? And I, and I brought this up last, last week is that w- this year we are getting, okay. I understand soup was f- uh, uh, four goals on 11 shots. And I said, I'm not pinning any on those on him at all. Um, he bailed us out against Vancouver. He was making that next save that we needed. And you know what? Skinner! He he came, he he freaking stepped up. Like that guy kept us in the game. He he allowed us to 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 mount that little charge, right? So that's the stuff where uh we never had that before. We had if 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 Koski was playing and he got pulled Smith, it would be first shot going in, right? So <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I just see the difference this year is the best I've seen Skinner play. Now, who should start? If honestly, you, I think you got to go back with Soup, right? You, you're bringing him in here to be your number one, I, and you got to show confidence, right? I give Skinner the net. I, I, you know what, Soup, you got to be better. You got to make those saves. Unfortunately, our team isn't starting in front of you, but you got to make those saves. Skin, here, take the net for a bit. Let's see how this team does. Now, you are, as a coach, you're creating a possible controversy because if the team comes out and they're on fire in front of Skinner, which they're going to be, and then you got, all right, maybe they play better in front of Skinner, that kind of thing. And you gotta, you gotta find a way to correct that. But because ultimately soup is your, is your guy, right? Yeah. Bro, your thoughts on this situation? I'm not going to lie. I liked what Rupper said, but then when I heard Clay say, go, give the ball to Skinner. I, I don't think he can go wrong. Is probably the right answer. I think, I think he will go back to soupy as they call him just to kind of get, get him rolling. You got to get him comfortable, get him moving would be my guess what they'll do, but I don't think he can go wrong, but how good was Skinner? He was unbelievable. Yeah. That bodes really well for the team moving forward. Yeah. I think. Yeah. That's, that's a really, really good positive from that one game. And he's been good. He's been trending in this direction for a while. Just not when he's been here with the team. He's, you know, obviously back in yeah. minors. He's he's his his numbers, you know, back that up. So, you know, maybe uh the Rev who's not on tonight with us, but maybe he's on to something here when he might Bob, yeah. my Bob might ho yeah. oh, mistake dinner at Roost Chris by the end of the year. You never know. But yeah. And I don't want to hey, hey, I like I'm not yeah. taking credit. No. I'm not I'm not taking credit for that uh simpsons reference on skinner uh there was this lady sitting in this section with me and brody and every time he made a save she would just belt out skinner can you listen can you imagine if can you imagine if roger starts doing that well that's the thing that'd be incredible that would be awesome during as as he made a save if i don't know if you guys picked this up but as he made a save in the game and it would lead to him freezing the puck the video scoreboard would show Skinner from The Simpsons on it. So, oh, really? Yeah, they didn't yell over Skinner. That up. Yeah, yeah, they kept on doing it. I think I noticed Listen, it like five or six times. So, boss, well, I'm sorry. I, I was trying to find out when the fucking penalties were up and, and who, who had the most shift time and who, what their fucking faceoff percentage was. I couldn't even see the goddamn numbers on the board that they were putting on. God, it's, right, it's right up there, Rupper. Come on. A little, though. Let's go. It's the smallest. They, 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 hey, my they, eyes are bad. My eyes are worse than yours, and I could still they see. Don't put, 
why can't I just have the two minute PP up? Why do I have to have all the all the names you and do? then a yellow and then it's in no when he's talking about his yeah I can barely part. see it. Yeah, he's talking about. It, I know. Yeah, it's not that big. It's right, in the, it's right in the bottom. Yeah, it's right in the bottom corner. Hundred and fifty foot fucking big screen TV, and they put it. <laughs> they make it. They make it an inch high. Yeah. Unbelievable! Yeah, Who's running that place? Your brother. Your brother. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything with that. Okay. Well, he's he can put more he goddamn can... bathrooms in. Is what he's got to do. Jesus. Uh, he knows a guy that he could talk to. Yeah, exactly. It. He knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy. So. Yeah. I think uh, they should actually realistically. I think they should put the penalty. How much is left in the penalty actually on the big screen where the play is going? Throw it in the top left corner so at least it's big and people can see. Yeah, the only you're looking yeah. at it, you're actually gonna look. You're like, where the hell is this? And, you, and then yeah. you finally see it way in the bottom. Yeah, the only thing is it's way at the bottom because as they put the five players out, if it's a penalty kill, they put the player that's got the penalty, but all yeah. the players are in white, and the penalty, the person that's in the box is in white. Oh god! Snow. And can you imagine? Yeah. Can, can you imagine the guy running that fucking thing, that system? His job is more stressful than an air traffic controller. Yeah. I like his there must be smoke coming off the keyboard. I couldn't even handle it. Listen, think about it. Job. Think about the poor parents out there from minor hockey that you know how intimidating it is to be a score clock, like oh, the timekeeper in a it is I'm I'd much rather I'm glad I'm a coach. There's yeah. no way I could do the timekeeping. Um, yeah, so our uh, our podcast is is, uh, is uh, presented by Bile still. So use uh, promo code Much twenty five to get twenty five percent off your order. We got Bosco laughing. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it's hilarious. So, um, you know, Vandy, you've been on the Calgary Flames for a while here since he's made these moves. But uh, out of these two games that they've had so far, what what what's the most intriguing thing that you're seeing that uh, this team is humming right now? It is two games in, but uh, what do you what do you like in so well, far? I, I called it. I said Uyghur was the steal of that trade. I mean, that I, if Brad Tree leaving said you can have Kachuk to Zito, is it Zito? Yeah, yeah, Bill Zito. Yeah. If, yep. if he said that and said, but I want Uyghur, the guy just give him the next 10 years GM of the year award. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, I mean, Calgary's defense is, is going to be solid. It, it, we knew that coming in. Um, I, I, I think Huberto and, and Lindholm are going to find some chemistry. I mean, the one goal they scored, I think it was their first game. Um, you know, just a nice little tuck. Uh, but I, I didn't realize how good Jonathan Huberto was. I'm, I'm, we're, as Albertans, we're going to be spoiled watching him, obviously, McDavid and Leon. Yeah. But, oh, man, like, he just – he sees the ice so well. Like, he'll, and his deceptional passing is – one thing that, you know, I'm starting to teach our U11s, but it's, yeah, like you can't, it's, it's tough to do what yeah. he does. How many assists did he get last year? 80 something? 80 something. Yeah. He, he set yeah. the record for left wingers in the NHL, right? So. Yeah. That when's the yeah. last time somebody had that uh, close to that? Like, are we talking Gretzky era? Like. Oh yeah. Probably. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. Around those be animals. That's a, that guy was unreal. Yeah. I don't know. I frick. I'm you gonna guys, look that up. I'm I mean, if Bob was right on now. right now, if Bob was on, he'd tell you fucking three. Oh, yeah, yeah Stoff would know that for sure. Even yeah. if he was on a Calgary, if, even if he was a Calgary Flame, Stoff would just yeah. know that right off the. I know. Home. I know. So, yeah. 
you know, Broad, your thoughts, obviously, with uh, the Flames kind of going with uh, Vladar and that. Uh, was that an intriguing uh, storyline for you going into that game last night? It was. It was very interesting. Uh, it's very Daryl Sutler. He just says, I like him. He's just like, yeah, we're going to get him in once a week, so this is the game. I don't know whether – I'd like to know what it, where his brain was at. Was it saying – I'm worried that Markstrom got lit up by the others. I want to protect him uh, or I, I got lit up by the others and I don't want to, I want to win. So I'm going to go with the other guy or is it just a complete mind fuck to everybody involved and go with the other guy? Yeah. I don't know the answer. I was even mad would I like to know that. Yeah. It would be intriguing to figure out uh, tapping that head head there, but uh, you know, uh, Rupper, your, your thoughts on Kadri's play last night. Uh, his second game gets his first goal with the Calgary Flames. What did you think of uh, his overall uh, body of work last night? Yeah, he played a great game, right? I, I honestly, like, it, Edmonton, I, I understand they have the firepower to come back and stuff, but I don't think they deserve to really be in that game, to be quite honest with you. At, 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 in the first period, Calgary was pretty much having their way with them, right? Yeah. And they were rolling, like, even their bottom six were – we're, we're humming and, you know, like I said, I picked Calgary to win um, the division. I think I picked them to go to the – no, who, no, I picked Colorado to go. And, and they, they, they handled them pretty well the other night, but that was a back-to-back for Colorado too. I get it. I'm not making excuses. But I'm telling you guys, Calgary is, is going to be a team to watch here. Like, they are good. Yeah, they're uh... – their effort, uh, you know, in their attention to details, uh, you know, where they where they dump those pucks in, how they get on those pucks, how they get on the forecheck. I really thought, yeah. you know, I really thought uh, Richie, Rooney, and Luch, uh, you know, yeah, as absolutely. the game got on, they just got better and better and better. And, you know, people can say what they want about Luch, and they people want to pile on the guy and all that. Obviously, you uh, know, it's a bit biased. Well, you, like, I'm in the stands, and that's just fans, right? They're just, you know, say but. Yeah, 100%. But the guy is – he knows his role. Um, you know, they, they have that line that – everyone can laugh at that line, but that line is – in two games it's been good. And one of the things that I don't think gets talked about enough with Lucha's game too, he's kind of got that Jerome McGinley side of where Jerome McGinley was a right winger, but every time Iggy needed to take a face off, he would win it. And Luch will step in and help that out too. And, you know, starting with the puck is a very key thing in my opinion. So I thought, uh, you know, I thought that that line – look good and and uh you know they, I, and even that third line too with backland like that was a big goal for them to get going yeah starting the game right and and that's a back to what you had talked about like you know that net front presence for the oilers you know obviously uh i don't know what they're gonna do i think we already talked about it with nima linen like that might that's the guy that probably they need in the lineup on an everyday yeah maybe basis. that's maybe it's him maybe yeah. he's the guy right yeah I, I, yeah because wrong with him right now nothing he just went down like he's fine he's healthy he's good like he's good to go it's just you know i think if anything it's a cap body yeah wasn't he banging bodies last year he was yeah Yeah, he was it has to be a cap thing it it is a cap thing in my opinion because the only extra guy they have is is shore you know and he got bag skated pretty bad with uh, skinner in that morning skate uh but uh which is even another thing that's impressive in my opinion with you know, Skinner got bag skated there too. And, you know, the body of work that he played with last night, obviously not starting, but coming in relief, which is not an easy thing to do in my opinion. But, you know, what he did to get his team back in to the game, he was their best player by a mile last night. And I do yeah. think, you know, I do think, uh, you know, McDavid wasn't all there. But 
Um, you know, Broads, you know, you're a student of the game, but how cool is this story with Michael Stone three years in a row, PTOs, uh, sets a, in, sets a record with three points, um, most, uh, most amount of points in one game for him last night. Uh, you know, big, big shot on the back end for the flames, but, uh, what a good story as that is and kind of a good element that he brings too for that, that team, in my opinion, no. Absolutely. And it's a lesson, right? You just, if you really want something, not even hockey, just life in general, right? You want something, you got to keep fighting. It's going to kick you in the balls. Life's going to punch you in the face and the teeth. And it's not going to stop. And you, he just continued to work at it, right? He gets PTO, does well enough. He gets a job another yeah. year in the NHL, right? It's a tough thing to do. And fucking awesome good on him man that's yeah. it's outstanding i think yeah no i thought so too i thought so too um okay we got a few here we'll go around the horn before we sign off here um the cow the the vancouver canucks uh not a good start for them right now uh jt miller just after the game he's uh they're very frustrated <laughs> with their with uh their play and he says his performance is irrelevant right now uh vandy your thoughts on the canucks and the play of uh, the, uh it's only two games but uh you know, and that's a theme here as we're going to go along because Zuccarello had some really good comments too for uh, for content wise. But uh, you know, this sorry, team, what did he? What did JT Miller say? He just said he's he, he's irrelevant out there. Like he's not doing nothing to do to help his team. Holy <laughs> said, well, that's, I thought I, okay. The way I the way I heard it was that his play is is irrelevant to how the team's playing. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's that's a good guy owning up to being the highest paid player on the team or one of the highest paid players on the team. And he's owning up saying he's dog shit. Yeah. You have a two nothing lead on the road and you lose three, two. I only know that because I had the flyers. <laughs> yeah. <another week>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, two, you can't, that's unacceptable. And, and he's owning up to it. I mean, he, but where, where's everybody else? Like, where's, you know, every time I watch Quinn Hughes, like, they they absolutely adore him. But there is nothing about him that I find exactly. sexy or attractive. I, he, he, he's on the smaller stature, which yeah. I don't, I don't hate small players. But as a defenseman, he's like uh, a Makar B. Like, uh, he, you know, he, he can skate well, move well. But other than that, what else does he do? Well, he got booted off the first power play unit lot yesterday afternoon. Rightfully so. so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so. I, there, there's other guys on that team that need to get going here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rapper, your thoughts on Matt Zuccarello's comments are, he says we have a the wild will obviously with a poor start to the season. He's like, we our defense is playing like an F and junior team right now. Um, <laughs> you know, th- thoughts on those comments by Matt Zuccarello, for the Minnesota Wild, obviously, big expectations for them this year too. I, I don't know. Like, I wish I could get into the mind of some of these guys, and you know, I get people are getting pissed off, but to come out and throw kind of your defense on, under the bus like that, there's a time and place, and that should happen behind closed doors between the players. That shouldn't go to the media. I get it; he's frustrated. I get people say they make mistakes, but I mean. Why are we panic? Like, why is everybody panicking two games in? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what? Like, man, if this was game eighteen or game twenty, then I could understand something. But we're talking about game two. Like, shit's shit's not gonna. Some of these guys aren't gonna get their stride for another two, three games, still, right? So, yeah. 
you know, JT Miller, I like, I appreciate you being hard on yourself. Like I get it. And that's why you are where you are, but man, just take a deep breath. <laughs> like, yeah. holy smokes, man. Let, like things, you guys are going to turn it around. Minnesota will turn it around, but let's not just start calling the D shitty. I mean, holy gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, Quite the comment to make. Obviously, it, it's not been the start that they've wanted, uh, and they're only 0-2, so that's uh, that's definitely, uh, you know, I don't know if the panic button is there to jump too soon on that, but uh, uh, Broads, uh, your thoughts on uh, Matt Murray? He's injured again. Uh, Kyle Dubas went out and uh, really put out his uh, career, his neck on the line for Matt Murray. Uh, doesn't even get two games in. He's hurt. He's out for a month. Uh, you know, thoughts on that and uh, – Ilya Samsonov will be the goaltender of record now for at least until that guy, until Murray gets back. But uh, your thoughts? My thoughts are Leaf fans are probably, it's a blessing in disguise. I think Samsonov is probably the better goalie. And I think that'll end up being how it rolls out. Uh, I heard on the radio somebody saying uh, Woodley, I think his name is. Yeah, Kevin Woodley. He was saying how he thought Matt Murray was kind of all over, even the first game before he played, before he got hurt, sorry. He was really loose and kind of all over the road, right? He's just got to settle down and tighten things up. But if you're the Leafs management, you're a Leafs fan, you're anything to do with the Leafs, you're, you're worried, you're nervous. You did it though, man. Like it's Matt Murray. Like, what did you think was going to happen? He's, he wasn't supposed to injury prone. He's been bad for a few years, right? This isn't it's not surprise new, to me. It's not, it's, it, Makes sense. Makes logical sense. It sucked. You never want anybody to be hurt, but it's Matt Murray, man. He's got a long way, big hole to dig out. He's got a long ways to get up again to where he is, and who knows whether he's ever ever going to be able to do that. Yeah, I don't know the answer yet, but we'll find out, I guess. Yeah, it's a not the best start, eh? Hey, Vandy, thoughts on that? Yeah, no, it isn't. It's unfortunate, but um, I mean, the Leafs have what are they three and all, two and all, two, uh, two and one. Two and one, yeah. They, I mean, they kind of squeaked out the weekend. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough go. I right now, it, it for me watching the Leafs and the Oilers, it's kind of similar situations. Your star players are are kind of trying to find their way. Their D zone is is struggling a bit on both teams. It's and it's they're leaking up goalies goals early, right? So yeah. That's, That's what it is. Cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh we'll finish up uh we'll finish up with Crosby. I just want to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights. They're three and oh. I don't know if a lot of people saw that happening, obviously, with losing their starting goaltender to the for the year. Um, you know, but Rupper, your thoughts on the Vegas Golden Knights, a three and start. Uh they're humming right now. They're looking pretty decent, but uh, you know, thoughts on thoughts on that uh that start for them and how important it is for them too. It, it, it is because I, I, I guess over the last few months and over the summer, I've been hearing, you know, rumblings from different people about like what it's not even a good organization to play with. And I was like, what? that doesn't even seem right. So I, whether those rumors were true, I don't know if anybody else heard that kind of stuff, but they are true. Yeah. Yeah. Think, Doug, Doug think... McLean's been on this podcast several times and yeah. confirmed that too. So. But yeah, yeah go like, ahead. and that that shocks me a little bit. But I mean, I don't. I'm not an insider by any stretch of the imagination. I like the fact Eichel looks like the Eichel of old to me. And I know it's three games, but you know he's he's doing Jack Eichel stuff. And you know, I, it, 
what do you what do you have to say? I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. Three and oh, let's let's give it let's see where they are in November, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll stick with you on this one, Rupper. We'll finish up on this. Uh, Sydney Crosby, the Pens are two and zero. They're going to start rolling here through Canada pretty soon, so we're going to see them here next week in Edmonton and, and Calgary. But uh, they're two and zero. Crosby leads the NHL with six points. Uh, he's playing. It looks like he's back to kind of that form in a way. But uh, you know, thoughts on uh, the strong play from uh, Sid and and that and, and the team that uh, that that you know Hexie uh, has assembled there with uh, Brian Burke. Yeah. It's good. I like, and, and we've talked about this before on the pod is, uh, I think we even talked about it maybe our first one until, until I see McDavid do the stuff Sid's doing, I think Sid <laughs> might be the second best player in the league right now behind Dale McCarr. And then it goes Connor McDavid number three. He's dropping down very, no, I'm just, about, I'm trying to get people <laughs> pissed off, but <laughs> It's Sid, man. How many cups does the guy have? He's a he's a leader. Pittsburgh, look out for them this year, man. I'm telling you, look out. Yeah, yeah. Vandy, your thoughts? You've always been a Cros- Crosby. Uh, wow. Or two. I mean, so. Aside from Kale McCarr, he's the best forward in the world, and he will be until, you know. And not only that, but now you can add leadership to him. You know, the relationship that. Him, Malkin, and Latang, and if Flurry was still there, the relationship that they have is—I mean, that—that's a core. Give me that core every day when I'm starting an NHL team, and and you'll win games. And like Trev said, watch out for them. Yeah, I mean, they're they're going to be a contender until '87 retires. Yeah. So that's three more years, if that. So he's on record saying he's not doing the Tom Brady play until forty-five. But uh, <laughs> God, he's thirty-seven. Yeah. Uh, How old is Crosby? He's born in eighty-seven. So uh, what is he? 30? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-five. Yeah. Is he married? He's got uh, he's got a girlfriend, but it's very like obviously the guy's never been social media kind of guy, right? He's very low key, but he does have. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I, know, yeah. I think Giselle's a free agent now. So yeah, you know. yeah. I think that, I think that's true. But uh, uh, Broads, I'll throw to you. Uh, thoughts on the Crosby, the Penn start, the uh, six points, uh, and the intangibles that he brings uh, still to to his team this today. It's damn impressive, isn't it? 35 years old. There's no way I haven't watched them. I've seen a couple highlights, but there's no way he can skate like he used to. He's just smarter. You know, at that age, add in his brain always was awesome, right? It's yeah. even smarter now. He just does things that are three steps ahead of everybody else. And not only that, he's on you, right? He's a competitive mofo. I can't imagine what their practices are like if I miss a pass to him or if anything happens. Right? That's why they're always good. He's all over guys over anything, which is yeah. good, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you get better, right? If somebody having a bad shift, he's on you. Oh, let's fucking go, man. Pick it up. Yeah. I, I, I don't think McDavid has shown that yet. So uh, he's got a ways to go in that category. And who doesn't love watching Sid the Kid, man? He's unbelievable. I'm, I'm, it's awesome. I hope he does it for the rest of the season. Yeah, no. Well, uh, it's be fun to watch, and obviously he's going to roll through uh, Canada here. I think they uh, they play the Habs uh, tonight. Uh, obviously, no NHL games here on Sunday, which is a bit weird. He just started the season. Oh, There's no game. Uh, and then, and then, I, what do I see? I see the Monday night hockey. Yeah. So now they're yeah. so you don't have a game Sunday at all, and then now load up on Monday. Compete. 
Yeah. I don't know who if that was the NHL or if that was I can't remember sports. It might have been a sports thing. Yeah. Now you're going to compete against Monday Night Football. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, even in Canada, Monday Night Football will take over a Monday Night hockey well, game. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, God, God. It's, it's so dumb. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they did that. That's very weird. It's uh, are they calling it Monday Night Hockey? They sure are. Yeah, Robert. they call they it are. Monday Night Hockey. <laughs> yeah, they are, man. Yeah, I'll and send I'm you like, the graphic you got, too if you don't. Believe. You got Tuesday, Wednesday's perfect. Yeah, they do have Wednesday event. Night Hockey. Yeah, but now like, it's go, Monday Night Hockey. Why not Friday? Yeah, go Friday, Tuesday. man. Yeah, Anything Friday other... Night Hockey. Tuesday, yeah, but go Friday Anything night. other than Monday. Anything other like, than Monday. It's weird because it's, if you go so and, if you go back and look, usually on Mondays the NHL they maybe have like one or two games. That's I it. won't I won't watch it. Now I don't they care got, if the are even I know I know, but they now they load up, right? So it's weird. It's uh I don't know. Somebody is is Hank Williams Jr. gonna come out and be Are you ready for some hockey? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they will see. Well, it'll uh, be stomping Tom Connors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, we just want to plug another sponsor uh, who's going to join us this year. That's Brody McIntyre. He's our resident uh, real estate agent. Uh, the closer. Closer, a.k.a. the closer. Uh, so Brody's, uh, yeah, um, give us a good ad read here of what, uh, you know, what, what people can look for and how they can get a hold of you and uh, how long you've been in the industry for, too. Hey, well, keep her quick, man. I've been doing this since 2004. Uh, do 99% residential, kind of the greater Edmonton area. I work with Remax, so we have the biggest market share out here. So, yeah, it's a good good time to be alive in real estate. Lots going on and turning to a little bit of a buyer's market, but we can help you with uh, entry-level housing. Investments are really big right now. Rents are high, so if you want to invest, it's a great time, and you're getting big money on rentals. So give me a shout anytime, Remax Professionals, 780 780- Seven 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 three six nine four. Perfect. All right, short and sweet. Well done, Brody. Look at the Broads coming in the closer. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you guys are looking at, at getting a hold of Broads, uh, just give him a shout. Uh, you also can follow him on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. He's in our bio. So, if you're wondering what the what his handle is, just look at our bio. It's in there, as everyone else is. So. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, to getting things going here and firing things up as the season's getting going and uh, week two gets started. So we'll be back with another episode later this week. And uh, we appreciate everyone taking the time to tune in and listen in. Uh, you'll now, have, now listen to a few words from our sponsors and uh, enjoy, everyone. Take care. What's happening, my beautiful babies? I am the wolf man. Ow! I'm here cooling with the two mutts, and it's time to TCB. That's take care of business. Every Halloween, before me and the missus paint the town red, we like to trim the pumpkin patch right down to the wood. The new Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 scratches us right where we itch. This electric razor is the best on the market, and I can help you get it. You dig? Use the code 2MUDS to save 20% plus free shipping on all Manscaped products. Sound groovy, baby? It sure does to me. Again, use the code 2MUDS to save 20% plus free shipping on Manscaped products. Shop Manscaped today so you don't get lost in the woods. 
Wolfman out. Ah, if it's done right the first time, you don't have to redo it. If you get Pete's concrete to pour your driveway, you don't need a repeat. When your patio is a PDO, you don't need a repeat. When Pete's concrete fixes your sidewalk, all it takes is once. You don't need a repeat. And if your basement leaks, a Pete's repair helps avoid a repeat. Get it done right the first time, with the colors and textures you want, so you don't have to redo it. For concrete, you can choose Pete's or repeats. Pete's Concrete.